0: Cool podcast with Buzz and Ellie. It's the greatest thing since peanut butter and jelly. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is pretty wide. It will take a while to get to the other side. Podcastians of the Galaxy. Hello and welcome back to Podcastians of the Galaxy. I'm Ellie.
1: I'm Buzz. Glad to have you.
0: We're going to discuss the third She-Hulk episode today.
1: What was the subtitle for this one? Did we ever go back and get it? No. Okay, I'll look it up while you stall.
0: Okay. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, so it starts off, before we worry about the title, Yeah. and we find out that Abomination hasn't actually broken out.
0: Right, so she goes and talks to him, and he says, Yeah, I chose to come back. Like, I I chose to come back. I didn't leave. Like, someone, I was forced to leave by the Sorcerer Supreme, Master of the Mystic Arts.
1: So when we leave episode two, what we see is video on the news that he has broken out and there's now video of him in a fight club, which felt a little weird that all of a sudden... Right. ...in less... Day he has video of himself in a fight club, but what we've now realized is that it was video that was obtained that he broke out at some point in his imprisonment and came back. Yeah. The subtitle is "The People vs Emil Bronsky." Okay. Blonsky.
0: Yeah. So the Sorcerer Supreme, master of the Mystic Arts, is Wong.
1: So we find out that he forced him to break out. He took him to this fight club that we remember from Shang Chi. Yeah. We do Uh, learn some stuff about Wong.
0: Okay, yeah. So, she, um, Jen Walters returns to her law office, is talking to her friend, slash paralegal, who is trying to, is basically internet stalking Wong to figure out how they can contact him. Agreed. Um, uh, finds out that he has three jobs. One, he either is in New York... Working as the Sorcerer Supreme.
1: This is his employment history. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's had these roles at some point. Yeah, he's she's looking at his online resume.
0: Yeah, um, he was a library at Nepal, mm-hmm. or or at some point in his um, career, he was a Target sales associate.
1: <laughs> so something must have happened while he was a Target sales associate, and he realized that he needed different fulfillment in life. You know, Doctor Strange was a world-class neurosurgeon. Wong was a Target sales associate, and they both found the mystic <laughs> arts, and that's that's yeah. what they're now doing with their lives.
0: It makes me wonder, like, what exactly happened? Because, like, I mean, Doctor Strange like endured like trauma and like physical issues that caused him to pursue the mystic arts. What whereas, happened? like, what happened to Wong at Target? Like,
1: <laughs> what happened as a Target sales associate? Yeah. So then we go into Jen driving and and a hard fourth break wall break
0: yes so she yeah um she says so i don't want you guys to think that this is like a cameo every week kind of show because she's going to see wong um and then she goes well there was banner in the first episode and then who is in the second episode who
1: was the cameo in the second one
0: was it abomination that she said it was abomination and then she goes, and now long in this one. And then kind of shrugs. and.
1: The whole time the car is driving itself. Her hands are off the wheel. She is engaging with the audience yeah. and just driving.
0: Yeah. So that's interesting. That So that makes you wonder, like, are they hinting at having cameos every week?
1: It's entirely totally possible. We're just acknowledging what's come so far.
0: Yeah. Um, so there's we see there's a lot of backlash at her for being female. There's lots of, like... People saying, like, oh, does everything have to be female now? Or like,
1: We had a Hulk. Why do we need a She-Hulk? Can't she just let him be who he is? Why do we have to have a female one? Yeah.
0: Someone said, like, we took his manliness away, and now we're doing it even more so by having a female Hulk. And, like, there's lots and lots of backlash, which does not feel fair.
1: Okay. She doesn't want to address it. Yeah.
0: She wants nothing to do with being in the public eye. Her friend tells her to... Like, just go to some interviews. Like, give them what they want so they'll stop. Like, tell them who the true Jen slash She hulk is. But she's like, no, I, like, that's not something I want.
1: Yep. She connects with Wong as she's trying to get an understanding of why he would have broken Emil Blonsky slash Abomination out of prison.
0: Yeah, she's frustrated because, like, right after it's been announced that she's taking him on as her case... Um, we never specified what the case was. It's basically to get him out of prison for him to be on parole.
1: Um,
0: And Wong says, well, what do you want me to do? Erase everyone's memories? Not again.
1: So you immediately jumped on this.
0: Yeah. So that makes me think about No Way Home, which if you haven't seen it, sorry. Um, This is a spoiler. But uh, basically, uh, Doctor Strange decides to help Peter Parker by erasing the fact that Spider-Man is Peter Parker from multiple people, from almost everyone in the world's minds. But the spell gets messed up because he he tries, he's like, no, I don't want Aunt May to not know, and I don't want MJ to not know, and Ned, and blah, blah, blah. And then um, it messes up the spell, causes massive havoc, and like we see other Spider-Mans come in. It's just a mess. In the end, they end up having to erase him from everyone's mind. Every single person ever's mind, um, so that
1: no one knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man.
0: Yeah, no but one really appears. knows Peter Parker anymore. They like Peter Parker is kind of erased from everyone's memory, so he's completely gone. Like he, nobody really knows him. Um, so, but then that makes me wonder because if if he's been erased from people's minds, how would Wong remember that he's been erased from people's minds? Because how would you remember that experience if he's been erased? So, did Wong not get his memory erased? Like, what's up with that? Because Doctor Strange, the one who cast the spell, doesn't remember Spider-Man. So
1: Does I- Wong get special privileges as Sorcerer Supreme? Okay, so let me take this deeper then. Doctor Strange has cast a spell that no one remembers that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. WandaVision has cast a spell that no spells impact her.
0: Has Wong done the same thing?
1: I don't know if Wong has, but does Black, does Wanda, dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. does
1: she know that Peter Parker is still Spider-Man?
0: Is that how Peter Parker gets reintroduced into the MCU? I don't know. Oh, geez.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we haven't even seen <laughs> all of Doctor Strange.
1: We haven't finished Doctor Strange. Ugh. This is true. We need to get that done.
0: Okay. So yeah, that was a lot.
1: So then one of her old colleagues from the DA's office comes and is trying to get her law firm to represent him because he has been defrauded from a bunch of money by a woman he's dating.
0: Turns out she's uh they call her a light elf from New Asgard. She shapeshifted <laughs> into Megan the Stallion.
1: Should I know who Megan the Stallion is? She comes up um, a lot in this episode. I don't know who she is.
0: I haven't really listened to any of her music. It's. I think it's like very explicit rap, but she. I don't okay. know. She's a popular rapper, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know that much about her, but I, more than I know I who had. she is. Okay. Um. Like, so, yeah. He believed that he was dating Megan Thee Stallion, spent $175,000 on her.
1: He bought her a car.
0: Yeah. Why would you need to buy Megan Thee Stallion a car?
1: Well, that's certainly something that Jen Walters makes fun of him for.
0: Yeah. And then another lawyer comes into the office... To help represent, and he says, I can't discuss embarrassing things in front of a 10. So immediately objectifying her as a 10, do you know what that means?
1: I think that, I think it was referring to the other lawyer that had come in behind Jen.
0: Yeah. So he refers to this lady. uh, I, this wasn't like a huge deal to the, to the outcome of the show or whatever, but I thought it was annoying and adds to the annoyingness of his character. But he objectifies her and refers to her as a 10, not as a human and that he can't talk in front of her and like Yep. Which is frustrating. Um, so just makes his character a lot more annoying.
1: They transition from that to Blonsky's parole hearing. Yes. Where she's trying to stall so that Wong gets there and can take responsibility for breaking him out.
0: We see all seven of Blonsky's soulmates.
1: We do get to see all seven of Blonsky's soulmates. We get to see different witnesses. A guard who says that Blonsky counseled him through getting out of a toxic relationship. So <laughs> That's a good contribution to society. Yeah. Abomination, thank you.
0: Um, one lady says that he led meditation classes for everyone.
1: Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. And taught some prisoners to read. Oh, yeah. I don't know how he did all of that, if they're not letting him out of his super secure s- cell. Yeah. But okay.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: We transition back to the court hearing for this other DA and Jen Walter's colleague at the new law firm. Yeah. We see the shape-shifting light elf who pretends to be a judge.
0: Yeah, pretends to be a judge. Um, yes, yeah, so they're like, we'll come back to this. Uh, she, She's going to be in more trouble for pretending to be the judge.
1: So, moving straight to the end, what of this episode do you take out of that drives the story forward?
0: I don't know. I'm trying to like shift gears thinking about the end. Um...
1: I think that we've introduced her colleague who represents the assistant district attorney. I think he will become a a factor. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that Emil Blonsky is done. No. He does get paroled with the...
0: It kind of makes me wonder. I feel like he's almost like too trusting or like we trust him really quickly, which maybe he is just like better now. But it makes me wonder if like at some point he'll go back on his ways
1: so there's gonna be nine episodes right Mm -hmm. so we're a third of the way through Mm -hmm. have we been introduced to her counterpart nemesis the bad guy have we been introduced to that yet
0: I don't know I I don't
1: we're a third of the way through so I mean they're still kind of setting up who characters are
0: yeah I feel like with the other shows we haven't really by this point we haven't really set up who's the bad guy
1: the other ones though you would be halfway through
0: That's true. Well, okay. So maybe I need to be patient. For WandaVision though, like we had to wait a while for it to be like sure what, like what was going on.
1: Okay. As you're a third of the way through, how are you feeling about this series?
0: I like it. I think it's good. The issues it's talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting
1: compared to the other ones. Like it more. Curious to see where it goes doesn't meet expectations
0: i almost feel like the excitement of having a show has died down a little bit like i'm not as much like oh my gosh i can't wait till next thursday when we get the next she hulk episode Uh like i feel like with wandavision i was like constantly waiting like wandavision and winter soldier i was like probably loki too was like very much anticipating it and i feel like the excitement of having a show has died down but yeah i think it's interesting okay Sometimes it's hard to keep track of all of the things when it's a show because there's so many things that happen, like little things, and it's hard to...
1: I think that it is hard. I think as we go back to... We've talked about you. I did not grow up on comic books. Mm -hmm. You did not grow up on comic books. We enjoy the movies. Yeah. And so I think that there's a lot of subtle things that passionate comic book fans would notice and see that you and I are missing.
0: Yeah. All right. So at the end of the episode we see her attacked by these construction looking guys she's walking home some guys jump out grab her by the neck she's surrounded by these guys and is like oh crap and then goes oh wait transforms into she hulk knocks them all out and then we see them driving away and she doesn't catch this but because she's not obviously not in the car with them or anything but they're talking about, oh, boss is going to be so mad we didn't get her blood. So someone's out for her blood. So that's partly, like, have we been introduced to, like, is this setting up the villain? And it makes me think about, I don't know if this will really be where it goes, but Val from Captain America, or okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like, will she be showing up? Because she's kind of showed up in a lot now. So She
1: popped up in a couple of things.
0: Could this be the boss that's looking for the blood? Like...
1: Could be, or we're introduced to an entirely different character, or it's yeah. another cameo of the week. As she's being mugged, she does not automatically Hulk. No. There is no fear or anger that mm-hmm. causes her to automatically trigger.
0: Which is interesting, because you would think you would be really scared if some random guy comes up and, you know, puts you in a chokehold.
1: I would think so, and I think that she would automatically, but she made a very conscious choice. Oh yeah, I have different tools. I can Hulk out now. Mm-hmm. She did not automatically do it, which I thought was odd.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: All right. Uh, this was an episode that you and I both looked at our notes. We're watching Marvel stuff very differently since starting this. I, I'm a little bit nervous about what Black Panther looks like in the movie oh, theater. Yeah.
0: I, okay, yeah. It's interesting. Like, I was watching. I was at the dentist, and they have Disney Plus now, and I told them I wanted to watch Avengers, and I was watching it, and the whole time I'm like, playing very close attention to it, which I was like, wow, this is so weird. And it almost felt like one time I had to watch a Marvel movie in class and take notes on it. And it was very frustrating to have to be watching something and not to get to enjoy it. But I feel like this is, yeah, I feel like it's kind of like frustrating that we have to take notes, but also.
1: I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm concerned about the movie theater and that when we're watching She-Hulk in our basement, we can pause it and write down what we want to and then move on. Yeah. Maybe we need to take, like, podcast sponsors so we can watch Black Panther yeah. several times because I'm not going to remember all of it. We
0: could just, like, have our phone, like, recording Black Panther the whole time and then just yeah, go a, back. It's, yeah, that's, that's, a,
1: that's a felony.
0: That's true. But, like...
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, no Mark Ruffalo guest star on oh, this one. Oh, it didn't one. say that? It did not say it. It did say um, guest stars from Megan the Stallion, one other name that I didn't get. And then it must the, have been
0: Benedict, which is Wong. His name is also. Did you know his name is also Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong or Wong? I think Wong's actual name is Wong. Wong. It's Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong, which is interesting.
1: And then the third one was I think his name is Tim Roth. He's the guy playing Abomination Emil Blonsky. But there was no special guest star, Mark Ruffalo.
0: Interesting. All right, this has been Podcastians of the Galaxy, episode seven. I'm Ellie, podcast manager.
1: And I'm Buzz, assistant podcast manager.
0: Uh, assistant to the podcast manager.
1: Join us next time for
0: She-Hulk episode four or or Disney Day review. Disney Day is almost like a Comic-Con type thing for Disney. And we're hearing that there will be some Marvel news there. So we'll probably that will be our next episode is discussing that. Possibly new
1: projects. Certainly hard rumors that the fantastic forecast will come out. Yes. We will see... uh, you can gauge based on when that one comes out how excited or angry ellie is about the fantastic forecasting and whether it meets her expectations
0: wait what day is disney day
1: Uh, it's thursday september 8th
0: oh my gosh i can't wait that long
1: well you have a couple days of school you got to go do
0: okay all right yeah so keep an eye out it could be either one we don't know yet musical podcast with buzz and jelly it's the greatest thing since peanut butter and ellie the marvel cinematic universe is pretty wide it'll take a while to get to the other side podcastians of the galaxy
1: third episode third straight end credit scene i'm over it yeah. She Very comes disappointed. Back to her office where she meets Megan the Stallion.
0: The actual Megan Stallion where they dance to make one of her songs, I guess. Where they
1: start twerking in the office. Yeah. We have been conditioned by Marvel. We will continue fast forwarding through the credits and watch the end credits scene because we've been conditioned that they'll be good. Yeah. I continue is... to be disappointed. Mm. I don't know what else to do. I got I, nothing I was else. i so.
0: It's like, oh, we're so feminist and, like, all of these things. And then it's, like, an up close of them twerking, which is, like, weird. Yep. So, yeah.
1: Here's hoping the next episode will be better.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sticking through this. If you did, hopefully. I wonder if there is anyone that actually listened to this. I
1: think if you have stuck around and listened to it, let us know. Leave a comment or let us know Yeah, on our Instagram. There you go. Come
0: check out our Insta.
1: (laughs) We'll see you next time.
0: Goodbye.